Everybody has a podcast podcast.
Hope everyone had a great weekend. Oh, God. It's already Monday night again, folks. The weekends, they just go by too fast. <laughs> Sometimes they go by too long. <laughs> I don't know. God damn. Whew. I think I'm still hungover from last night. Jesus. Jesus. Jay Wiggy, take out the trash. Hola, mi amigo. What were you drinking on last night, Grant Mills? You you hung over from a Sunday night round of drinking, it sounds like. It was just so stupid. I fucking, uh... <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a story behind it. Well, earlier, I went to get my haircut from uh, Roger yeah. Harry. Roger Harry? Yeah, he's, he's going on a two-weeker starting tomorrow, so... Oh, yeah, that's right. I better go and, uh, go and put, get that in before, because... I got my hair cut at an odd time when it's then his vacation. So I was like, oh, fuck it. So every time I go there, then there's a liquor store right there. I'm like, oh, I'll just get a bottle of something. That's, that's, that was stupid. That's a good uh, good liquor store, though. It really is. Yeah, so I went in there, out a bottle of uh, Old Forester. And I was like, I'm just going to put it in my refrigerator and just have a chill. I haven't, dra- I haven't even drank on it. And that's been like a week ago, maybe. And um, for some reason... I was just like, yeah, let me do three or four shots. That ain't shit. Um, so I did that. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I'm like, well, let's go to the fucking, let's just walk to the bar. Brr. So I walked to the fucking bar, hanging out, you know, start drinking. And then, man, you ever like be in, or, like, in, a, in a place and you're like, oh, God, I got, I'm too fucked up right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it's a terrible feeling, too. Oh, it is terrible, man. It's like the feeling of doom. Like, I just sharted my pants or something. But I didn't, of course, but that was the, uh, I was like, oh, God. Yeah, just, it, it, it's your rational self fighting with your drunken self. And it's, uh, there, deep inside of you, there's still a semblance no, to, that knows the right thing. And it wants to get the fuck out of there. Um, it's cognizant of how silly you look. At least that's how I usually am. I'm like, too drunk. I'm like, okay, it's time to get the fuck out of here. But. I still want to be silly, so... But at least you had a place you could walk to. That's kind of nice. I was so damn drunk. I was like, I don't know. Am I going to make it home? <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. This is... Oh, fuck, man. And so I went in the bathroom, threw up a couple of times. And, um, yeah, I ended up getting home. I don't remember, man. And today was not fun. Oh, Lord. Ugh, hangover. I mean, it wasn't that bad. Because, you know, beforehand, I went home and pan-fried a steak and... Uh, salt and butter, and then put some wet socks mm-hmm. on and went to bed. But uh, so the hangover wasn't too bad. It could have been worse, but um, yeah, it was still bad. It was still like, you know, I just feel like shit, you know, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Did you end up doing any hangover cures like a BioLite or Gatorade, some greasy no. food? Nothing. I didn't have anything really. Ah, uh, gotcha. So, uh, yeah, that was stupid. I'm not going to... I'll keep on saying this every fucking time uh, on the show. <laughs> I'm not going to drink for a while. And I was doing pretty good, but like, really, man, oh, I'm not... I don't, I don't even... I'm good, man. I'm good. See, I've cut down this year, and, and it's been the best decision, but I have to recognize... It, it's kind of an agreement within myself. Like, I know I'm going to have those nights occasionally, uh, and that's fine. I, 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 but I just got to... I got to temper it a little bit because we had that one night, uh, me, you, 
I think LD Jarvis Beavers had a uh, that was the drunkest I had been this year and, and maybe even in the past years. And we were just talking online. We did this little Zoom call. It was fun as hell. We had a great time. Uh, but man, I was just same as you. Like they snuck up on me. It's like two, three, four shots. And that's how I do it. Like two or three. I don't really feel it. And I want to start feeling it. So I go, you know, four and five real quick. And then all of a sudden it just hits me. And then I'm enjoying myself, so I'm going to keep going. But, man, yeah, that that was terrible. That was a couple of months back, and uh, I threw up on myself in the car the next day on the way to get food. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, I mean, I had a <laughs> wet vac out the car and all over myself. I was on the interstate um, the next day. Obviously, it had sobered up, but I felt like shit. Um, and, I mean, this is, God, 15 hours later. And just three times all over myself and i just had to let it happen i mean i I, in traffic couldn't like just do anything man i wish there was somebody next to me watching that whole scene oh god he's he's dying this sucks but uh yeah that was that was kind of my uh you know again not a wake-up call i don't feel like i have an issue with it but it's just about not it's kind of juggling that feeling and i want to get that feeling of being tipsy and having fun with alcohol while respecting that if I go too far, I'm going to feel like shit the next day, if that makes sense. Hell yeah. So it's a tough balance. It really is. Yeah. I'm going to chill for a while, man. That's not fun. I think, you know, I get this fuck. I get this thing about, Oh, I'll do three or four shots and go to the bar. I'm not that young anymore, so I can't pull Mm -hmm. that off. I do that, man. Then I'm at the bar and I'm almost like blacked out. And then the bartenders want to fucking do shots and shit. I'm like, oh no, oh lord, this sucks. Oh no, no. <laughs> yeah, man. Those are the and I'm the same way because I love taking a shot. It's always been my favorite thing. And uh, you know, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. As you get older, and, and I don't think it's always just the age. It's just your, you know, when you're older than in your twenties. You just don't do it as much. I mean, if you train yourself for anything, you can be good at anything. If you train yourself to go out every weekend and pound shots, uh, you'll be pretty good at it if you do it enough. And that's, you know, I feel like I used to do it, and I was fine. God, remember those days getting up for work the next morning at 6 after going out all night and still feeling like shit but just doing it. Now, God, I'll be calling in and shit, putting a cold, warm compress on my head and shit, <laughs> drinking BioLites all day. Uh, yeah, I just... I, I, and it's weird because, like I said, it's just about the balance because I still want to feel that that buzz and drink. I just don't want to push it too far. Um, I've tried to trick myself a little bit, though, and it might work with you if, if you ever want to try it. I, I went to the dollar store, and I got some cheap-ass shot glasses, and I guess this is why they're at the dollar store because they're probably half or two-thirds of regular shot glass. But taking little shots out of those is kind of fun, but you're not getting the full, huge shot you're kind of just smaller i mean i guess you could pour a half shot but this looks full but it's you know obviously half so mental mental gymnastics not wrong with that so how was your weekend what did you and the old battle axe do nothing exciting this weekend uh it's football season so I'm, i'm i'm keeping to myself watching it uh Watched a lot of football. I'm trying to, uh, we'll, I know we'll get into that, do a deep dive later, so I won't go down all the games. But that was my Saturday. She was kind enough, made some margaritas for us, which were kind of fun. Um, she doing with tequila or vodka? Did I want tequila. Nice, some Patron. 
and uh yeah they were really good and, and having uh she makes really good cocktails i'll give her that and uh having a nice margarita a little salt on the rim makes it me not want to chug it I, I sipped on those got a little bit of a buzz had about three of those and then uh I think that was it Saturday. Yesterday, not too much. Sunday was kind of lazy. I did go out and run a little bit. I'm going to do a, uh, uh, what the hell am I doing? Like a 10K in November. You want to you wanna join with me? <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> so, ran, had, to, had some good stuff this weekend. Nothing overtly exciting. So, how about yourself? Besides the drinking, did you get into anything before that? Uh, not really. It's pretty, pretty low key. Just watch a ton of football. And, uh, I'll ask you something now. You're doing this 10 K. I saw something on the internet. Yeah. I saw, uh, one of those, I guess he was a professional runner though. And his stomach was hurting, man. He was just running and a shit himself. And Ooh. he's got like diarrhea all over him. But he's like, the thing said, I got to finish the race. What if you're on the instance of race and you got a shit real bad? Would you just shit yourself and run the whole thing out or? You know, I've, I've, yeah, I've actually done a couple of, uh, I've done two half marathons before. I think I've done a couple of 10 Ks. I can't remember. Um, and obviously like five Ks and stuff, but they're only like 30 minutes. Um, and that's even on the slower 30, 40 minutes on the slower side. So you don't really have to amend, but on the longer ones, yeah, I actually took a shit one time. Um, it was in the morning and, uh, it was, I think, the first half marathon I did. Um, and, I, and I listen, I, I suck at running. I'm terrible. I did it because my wife likes running and uh, she got free injuries. But I like being kind of healthy. So I was like, fuck it. There's a big-ass medal at the end. I'll, I'll push myself, see what we can do. Anyways, I'm a couple, uh, maybe like two miles in, just started. And I kind of had to. It wasn't anything urgent, but I knew I didn't want to run another fucking 11 miles without dropping one. But yeah, they, they have them spread out a little bit. Um, you'll see porta potties throughout, you know, every mile or so. Uh, this one was actually a public bathroom downtown, and and I just stopped in there, went in there, and dropped a deuce and uh, wiped my ass and moved on with it. Now those dudes that are serious about their times and shit, man, they probably do that shit. They runners are a weird breed. They're like kind of cultish, I guess. Any anybody that's really into something could be labeled as cultish, but. I ain't shitting on myself. Yeah, that's embarrassing. I don't give a shit. I mean, this dude had diarrhea all uh, on him, man. He sort of picture and everything. Uh, it was like one of those, like you know, triumphant. Uh, I'm gonna do what I got. It. I don't care. I'm like, man, yeah. I ain't shitting on myself, bro. Like, uh, uh-uh. uh. Yeah, I feel like you should be disqualified for being a nasty <laughs> motherfucker. I mean, on that kind of. Yeah, or I mean, hell, well, I guess it wouldn't be fair to let him stop and not get time for but i'm not doing that shit but yeah i mean uh, for people that aren't that hyper marathon type of person in 99 i don't know anybody like that i know of people like that um yeah if you go to a race day and shit like that they have that stuff out there so you can uh stop at your convenience yeah that man i'd be taking pisses all over the all over the place um i'll stop almost every time i see one and use the restroom just because man i, I don't want to be uncomfortable I, I don't want to do it anyways um i i do like to push myself and that's why i do it but i don't love running so i'm not gonna i don't care about the time i care about just finishing so i'm gonna stop every time and pee fuck the time <laughs> what i wonder what this guy would do <laughs>
I definitely farted and shit in my pants, sharted my pants before. I did that this weekend at a restaurant. By accident. Uh -oh. Damn. That's embarrassing. I like that he clarified by accident. <laughs> <laughs> we never know with this guy. Hey. Right. Listen. Baby, clean me up because I'm like, she got my bait. Oh, Ooh. man. Nothing like a good shit story. If you have kids, I know you got good shit stories. I signed on my fears. I never wanted kids because I know I'd have to go through a couple of those things. Yeah, Everybody I've actually got kids, got some great shit stories. I've got a good one. Uh, <laughs> we were at a, uh, a Chick fil A and uh, a neighboring city, kind of a mm, kind of a rural area. So, eh, anyways, long story short, this is my daughter was three at the time, my oldest daughter, and me and uh, my mom and her are there. I think my nephew. Anyways, she goes into the slide area, and to, de to defend her before we defend, it was not on her, but a kid in front of her shit on the slide. Ah. And, of course, my daughter did not see, because you can't see in the slide, she slides down, and she gets it all over her, the back of her clothes and shit. Oh, God. And, yeah, my mom was kind enough to handle it for me, because one, which pisses me off, this could be a whole list, they don't have a lot of those uh, changing rooms in guys' restrooms. They didn't have one, so I couldn't change one kid. Uh, so she took her to the women's. But, man, we had a literally get a diaper from somebody because i think she was in pull-ups or diaper at the time just take her clothes off and just wash her in a sink my mom did up there but yeah and but it was funny as the dudes or the kids dad and mom were there and other kids were in there saying oh. things like oh my god that kid, that kid shit on there and they were really rednecky uh and they're like getting offended like well it's not like she knew it she, dude get in there and clean up after you get her say something yeah. Don't just like stand so around. That shit down. Yeah, or tell everybody, hey, you know what? Is it our bad? Our kid took a shit. Don't let your kid in here. Like, have the yeah. decency. And they were getting all offended. Like, we all stop talking about a kid. <laughs> like, hey, biohazard, you idiot. No shit. We don't want shit all over ourselves. So. Oh my god. Yeah. Parents that coddle their children or think their kids don't stink or anything like that are the worst parents in the world. Like, you got to hold yours to the same standard you hold other kids. Um, it's nasty. Some shouldn't even have kids. Oh, they shouldn't have. They were sitting there getting offended and because their kids shit everywhere, and they're wondering why people are angry that nobody's doing anything about it. Well, you knew your kids shit, and I found out the hard way. <laughs> Dude, trying to say something to me like, "What? Well, it's not. It's not our fault." Oh, the I was hell, like, man! I just looked at him like, "Dude, get the fuck out of here." So, yes, those are lots of them are out there. Any parent you ask, I don't blame you for not wanting kids because. You will get a shit story. <laughs> ah, comes with the territory. Oh, man. I did have sex with a girl this weekend. Oh, how'd that go? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, she was so stupid. She thought an autobiography was a book on cars. <laughs> I'm a fan of that. I'm moving. I guess that's pretty thing. Stupid motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Slow that in a little light. Oh. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of the last. Uh, oh, you know what? I'm going to mention something. You know, us here at the show, we're all about our feminist movement here. We we support the feminist equality. So I was, uh, I was going in the... the uh, the condo, you know, 
in the front door where there's the mail and everything, you know? Yep. I don't know what you call it, foyer. I don't know if it's a foyer, though. Anyway, let's just say the... Lobby? The lobby. There you go. I was just about to say it. And there's a lady there looking like she was struggling with a big box, you know? She's trying to lift this big box of hers, you know? And she's kind of looking at me like she wanted me to help. And uh, I just said to her, tote those boxes, bitch. And then I went back on the elevator because you women want to be equal, right? I think that was a good step for equality. She should tote those boxes because she wants to be equal to a man. So I'll let her do it. <laughs> Sounds like you did the right thing. That's really rude, yeah. <laughs> hey, man. All these hoes want to be equal. Carry your own boxes. I'm not doing that shit. Fuck you. We Damn. support women. <laughs> we support your idea of equality at the show, y'all. So we're just doing our part. Doing our part. All hate mail, Grant Mills, P.O. Box. <laughs> P.O. Box, triple six. I will say uh, this, though, and, I, and I'll, I'll be a little... Uh, you know, it does irritate me, though, when people... Kind of, I've, I've had it happen before. If you kindly ask somebody if they do need help, and then they almost get offended that you asked. Like, no, I've got... like, So I, I can, you know, in, a, in a, a lesser tone, put it that way. So I don't really ask people for help anymore. Or, excuse me, I don't offer help that much. I mean, unless I saw somebody, like, you know, struggling in a ditch or you know, need a life preserver thrown at them in the ocean or some shit, I'll, I'll try to help. But in a serious note, what you're talking about, eh... Usually, I'm not gonna just do it just because I've I've tried before, and some people just want to do their own stuff. And you know what you ordered, you know what your boxes is. You gotta kind of overcome obstacles sometimes. Tote them boxes, bitch. Tote them boxes, bitch. I like to see a a woman tote a big box. I'm not gonna help her. Nope, 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 nope. Not me, Grant Mills. I won't because I support the feminist movement of equality. I'm gonna let you tote your own big box. I hope you get a fucking hernia, you cunt. Ouch. Oh, it just bugs me also when they, they say they want equal pay, but they don't understand. For one thing, there's no women don't get into the hard jobs that that's a reason. You know what I mean? Um, there are no men dominate most of the shit, right? Like the women don't want to get into those high paying jobs. They don't want to do that. The hard shit like oil rig worker, right? Fucking. Oh, yeah. Usually, all men are engineers. Like they want to do the, the the little office jobs, you know, and that shit. And you know, so well, it, with the, the higher the risk, the, the greater the reward. So if you're on a crab boat out in the the Bering Sea, and you know you're going to make sixty thousand dollars in three months, and it's dominated completely by men mostly. But you know, if if a woman wants to go out there and do it, she absolutely deserves the same pay. If she's oh, going to take the same, to, but they want to bitch about it. About yeah, it's like bitch, you're not doing the hard shit. You're doing all that easy, lower paying jobs. How the fuck are you going to think that you're going to? You know what I mean? Like it doesn't. Yeah, well, they, they, yeah, they're they're not. They're looking at it as a blanket thing. Well, women overall make less money. Well, they're going into the industries that don't demand. Uh, that type of risk. Most of those industries where guys are making more money. And, and to be fair, too, which I, I don't understand that, that the concept of all, well, there's not a lot of women in authority positions. I, I think I've had more uh, managers that are female than male. And they were fine. I didn't have any issues with that. And never, never did. And, and, and they were fine. You don't see it as much in a lot of industries, but you're right. And that's how it is. Like you said, the oil rig, 
Uh, I've driven through West Texas a ton, looked at doing a job out there one time, and it's just you don't see them out there. It's a uh, dominated by men. Uh, you look on the pipeline up in the Dakotas. Uh, didn't they shut that shit down, though? Or I guess it's still on to uh, a degree, the pipeline. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, I'm well, sure. It's it's- uh, Uber did a study because they're saying uh, Uber male Uber drivers make more than women drivers. Well, once they broke it down, the male Uber drivers work on average four hours longer. They they work nights. A lot of women don't want to do the nights, right? Because of the crazy right. shit. And so the men are just working harder, doing yeah. more work. So by that, they're obviously going to make more. So yeah, I, I mean that's the way to look at it. Don't don't look at it as overall. Well, men make more money. This we need to make more. Look at the industry now. Like I said, I, I you you can you'll win me over all day if you go up and work a crab boat. You're doing the same position as a man. You absolutely deserve the same damn pay. You're taking on a huge risk, but. If you're if he's doing that, making that type of money, and you're, you know, doing a cushy reception job, um, you're not going to make the same pay, and there's no risk on you, or a lot less risk sitting there. So, yeah, pe- people don't look at that. They, they they they're guided by emotions a lot of times, but when you look at the breakdown, I think it becomes a lot more clear uh, why that is. But I agree with you on that. I mean, and those dudes, listen. I'm not going to go work on an oil rig. I do not want to take that risk. I'm not going to go work on a crab boat because, man, I don't think of a more miserable death than being cold in the Bering Sea and then watching the ship float away. Uh, no, I just, mean, they just, you know, and then I was looking at something else and they asked a bunch of pe- a bunch of girls, would you rather have a high, uh, no, would you rather have a high profile job with no pay or clean sewers for 100K? All the girls said the high profile job. All the dudes said I, I clean sewers for a hundred k. I'd clean sewers for a hundred k, bro. Me too. Fuck it. Oh yeah, I would clean sewers 100, for 100K 100K? And have a hundred k. Hell yeah, stupid high profile job. No pay. That shows you the goddamn logic of some women. You know, I'm not saying it's all women, but this, these these ones that think they have it figured out and oh, we're so terrible. And you know, come on, man. It's it's like people don't look at shit nowadays and really because nah, if you think about shit in the world, you think. They bring up these points, man, but they don't delve into it. Like it's life is not what it seems. You got to go behind the scenes, man. You got to give it some thought. You got to really well, look at it, and research it, and shit. No, no, nobody does the the tough work. They don't look into the details. They they're guided by their emotions. They see what's on paper. Men make more, women make less. Well, let's make an argument with this, and let's argue with everybody because that's what it says. But don't 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 look at that. Ask why ask why they do and if it's yeah you're just a man and men are working the same jobs and making more pay then no that's not fair but they're not working the same jobs i i I do a lot of contracting and constructing and working in my in my background and i've done it before and I, I, i don't see women on the construction side as much and those guys can make a lot of money but there's a lot of risk that goes on those on on those jobs and stuff um so yeah i mean it's it's a uh it's it's the type of job, but yeah, asking about a sewer for 100k, fuck yeah, I go clean a sewer for 100k. You shitting me? And not only that, if you even bring it to like the women's soccer team or basketball, simply they don't bring in the revenue. That's even easier. Nobody's watching that shit. You don't bring in the revenue the men do, so you're not going to get paid the revenue that men do. It's simple math. Don't yeah. Get well, Ronda f- Rousey addressed that, and she said, you know, you know, she was talking about how much money she had made. 
and why other sports, they don't make it. And she said, you know, and I'm probably poorly paraphrasing, but uh, she brought in the sales. People wanted to watch her fight. People wanted to watch her in Holly Holm where she got knocked out. But people wanted to watch Ronda Rousey when she was at her prime. And they did. And the pay-per-views reflected that. And she was the highest paid fighter at one time. Out of a sport dominated by men. But you know why she was? Because she was bringing in the money. People watched her. Um, but when you have a league like the NBA subsidizing the, the WNBA, that, that's not fair. You can't give yeah. them money. So I agree with you. I, I, people don't look at the, the details on that. I mean, if it was good enough to draw and make money on its own, it wouldn't need to be subsidized. I can't talk subsidized by a bigger organization that's belted out since it's an inception. So, yeah, it's simple. It just look at the look at the the details, and if you like something, that's fine. But what drives me crazy is people say, "Well, they should make more in the WNBA." These women's soccer. If you're if you think that, how many WNBA games have you gone to? How many licensed products have you purchased? Most of those people will say that, but they haven't done anything to put their money where their mouth is. Ain't that the truth? Man, yeah. what else? Uh, fucking, I watched the, remember Siegfried and Roy? They did a dark side of the 2000s on that. I do. Uh, one got attacked by a tiger, right? Roy. Yeah, yeah, Roy. Damn. He got attacked by the tiger. I think they're both dead now, but man, oh, what a freaky ass story that was. Yeah, that was a pretty big deal at the time. Yeah, they, uh, they were in Vegas for a while, too. Made a lot of money and those big cats, man, they're huge. And uh, I guess Roy was butt fucking one of them or something. Man, get fucked Damn. up, man. <laughs> his cat fucked his ass up, and he kept saying, "No, dude, he was trying to protect me." I don't know. Oh, anyway, that was, you know, I think I don't even know what the next one is. Uh, but you know, the dark side of the two thousands isn't too bad. It's just I don't know. Some of the some of these episodes just. They need to come up with some better shit. Like this Siegfried and Roy one, I could have done without it, man. It wasn't that good. You know, there's some, I think there's way more interesting things that happened in the 2000s than uh, some of these episodes chronicle, but, you know, it is what it is. I guess it was kind of interesting. You know, they really don't do the live animal thing anymore after that. <laughs> they kinda no, that kind of wrecked shut that, that whole thing down. So, But for its time, that was, you know, they were like, that's what people want to see out there. The main attraction. Yeah. yeah, pretty cool shit. Um, I don't know. As I've gotten older, well, how do you feel about that? Like, I, do you think that's exploiting animals? Do you think it's okay to train animals? I don't, animals know. I don't think they want to be there, but <laughs> they're wild animals. I don't want to be in a fucking circus or with two fucking fucks, you know, making them do shit every night. I just, that's not, I don't feel like it's natural. So, yeah, I don't either. So, whatever, stupid asses. Yeah, yeah, I don't think having a, uh, you know, when they have like a grizzly bear with a party hat on riding a unicycle and shit, um, <laughs> I fucker don't want to do that. Um, so, you know, when, when they attack them, it kind of, I don't know, there's a little redemption there for the animal. It kind of makes me laugh. Hell yeah, get them. So, NFL action. Uh, looks like Carolina lost 17 to 20 earlier, and now we're at the end of the third quarter. Browns 22, Steelers 19. I don't even remember. We'll get into picks later on. But uh, I know some of my pro shit was off for sure. This go. And we shall see about this Cleveland Browns game. 
Yeah, we all have the browns, so it won't won't change anything too much on what our what our pickums were. Yeah, that's if they win. But man, what a fucking weekend for college football! Oh, whoa, whoa! Bama did not look good. No, Bama looked terrible. Uh, you know what was funny though? I got to give myself a little tip of the cap. I picked a couple of games that I did not think were going to be good, but last week the schedule looked shitty. But uh, that Kansas State Missouri game was pretty fucking great. Uh, Missouri kicking a 61 yard walk off field goal, set an SEC record. Uh, Florida, Tennessee, another good game with some action at the end. Florida doing the unexpected. And Colorado and Colorado State. Uh, oh, did not, fan, did you stay up for the whole game? I did. I did too. Gosh, we should have uh, we should have Zoom called and watched our excitement. I thought Colorado State had them. I don't know why they didn't go for it on fourth and two uh, at the end when they had it. They were already pushing. If they would have got that first down and scored or got a field goal, they would have never pushed into overtime. But a, a great game. Um, but, yeah, let's talk about Bama's woes. Uh, any takeaways from that game besides this is not a good team? We should have just left Melrose in. I don't know why they they uh, try to go with someone else. They were saying it was because practice and not the game, not the Texas game, but everything that was happening in practice, I guess, um, <clears throat> was what I heard led them to do that. But I don't know. I just sort of left him in. I don't know. These other quarterbacks, they ain't got it. I play a little devil's advocate. I, I think this was their last opportunity to try to continue a little bit of quarterback battle. You, you needed to know who number two was anyways. And this would have been the playground to do it because now it's going to be SEC. I mean, I think the next three weeks you've got Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and Texas A&M. It's, it's not going to get easier. So I don't disagree about playing both of them. I do disagree with playing both of them for the whole game. Milrow should have came in at some point. Um, to keep him comfortable, and especially when they were producing. Buckner should have been pulled out way earlier. He was just atrocious. Uh, He was awful. Simpson was good. I think he proved himself the solid number two. When he had time, he made some okay passes. Uh, He has grit. He ran when he needed to, and he's actually quite fast for a pocket passer. Made some decent runs. Uh, so I, I don't think playing him was too bad. I think the benefit of that was now you know if Milrow goes down or Milrow starts throwing four interceptions in the first half again, uh, you've got at least a – you know who number two was because if they – if Milrow goes down, God forbid, but he does it against Texas A&M or Auburn, uh, and then they put Buckner in, they would have been fucked because that was their number two and they never put them in a game. So I, I think they should have played him. I just think they should have played everybody, and I think Buckner should have been out way earlier. He looked uncomfortable out there. Um, but, yeah, but, but even just besides the quarterbacks, offensive line was terrible. The running game up until the end, Roy Dilley Williams finally called his feet. He played pretty well after – uh, towards the end of the game. Defense, mm, it's hard to say. I mean, they, they held them three points, but you're holding USF to three points. That's kind of like you're a winner and a loser. Uh, but I don't know. It's just not a good Bama team. The offense is really, really bad. I give them enough minus. <clears throat> yep, I don't know what they're going to do when they start playing some better competition here. Um, mm. They better figure it the fuck out. 
Yep, I better, but uh, I think we're still in the beginning of the season here, so hopefully they'll get it figured out. Yeah, for you Bama fans out there, they've got a uh, offensive lineman, a guard returning this week who was, I guess, had an injury last week. I didn't realize he was out. They say he tends to be the leader on the offensive line, yelling out the slides and the stops. So he that should, I mean, on paper that's a silver lining. So maybe that will be a benefit. Milrow will start, obviously. Yeah, they need to adjust the whole offensive scheme around Milrow. He is not a pocket passer. Um, Go to go to a tight package. Go to old school. Go I formation. Put two backs back there. Do an RPO. Do pitches. Have a lead blocker. Uh, do draws, uh, screens, mid range passing. And they said it last week during the uh, program. Alabama mid range passing was actually pretty good. They could pass mid range. They don't have a long ball and they don't have any screens. So if you're a Bama fan. I want to tell you it's going to get better. I'm not willing to make that promise, though. I know that's the truth. Baby's got a tight package, y'all. Oh, God. I don't even know, man. I'm not, I don't know. I can't. I'm not even. I'm not optimistic. Uh, what is the next game? I don't even it's Ole Miss this Saturday. Oh, yeah. Okay. And they've looked—they've mm, looked a lot better than Alabama, but they're not anything. They're not terrifying at Alabama. Tough to say. I mean, I the 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 line earlier was fifty-three percent Alabama, forty-seven percent favoring Ole Miss, which is almost fifty-fifty. That's not good if you're a Bama fan. That is not. Damn. Well, <laughs> there was some good games. Um, I really, I'm trying to think of the the main ones that, uh, that nothing else really stood out to me though. Uh, as far as uh, games, I, I they start blurring at some point, but Tennessee, Florida. Man, I didn't think Florida was going to win that one, but they Neither. did. And I'm glad because Tennessee, fuck them. Their quarterback plays shoddy. They don't have a QB, man. Um, the coaching wasn't that great. But, you know, they uh, they need a quarterback. Yeah, if they need a quarterback. Last year, Hendon Hooker was a really, really good quarterback. And that shows you how far that position really will take a team. One person changes really the outcome of the whole game. They need a quarterback. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think Tennessee's going to be a contender in the East this year. Uh, but, yeah, there were not a lot of good games. That one was pretty fun. Uh, I don't I don't hate Florida. I actually like watching games uh, at the Swamp. I think it's a cool stadium. Uh, you know, Florida's got a, got some – history there. I used to love Steve Spurrier. So, fun to watch. I cannot stand Tennessee. So, it was uh, went to Tennessee last week, but glad Florida got the upset. Sir, yes, sir. Man, so, mm. and, uh, 
Not really nothing else to really talk about with then. Oh, Kiffin's talking shit again. Kiffin's what? talking shit again. I saw, I saw a little bit. What did he say? He's just basically saying that um, not Kevin Steele, right? Steele, but the other guy, that T. Robbins. Ah, uh, yeah. Um. So yeah, he's already stirring it up. I like that. I do too. I kind of like that. He's talking shit. I you know what? It's funny because like he does talk shit, but he does it in a way that he's just trying to push buttons. He's a troll. And I, I respect that. It makes college football more entertaining. Even uh, Kiffin's one of those guys like Sarkeesian or Kirby Smart I can never hate because they are uh, largely responsible for Alabama being as successful as they were. So even if they go elsewhere and they come back and beat the shit out of us, it's hard to hate those guys because at one time they were our guys that we used to love. Uh, we love to hate. So, but yeah, let him talk shit, man. It makes the, it makes the game a lot more fun. Oh, yeah. Love this time time of year with, with all the festivities and everything. Just needed to get a little colder, and that would be great because it's still Getting hot. Getting there. Fuck. Getting there. This morning felt pretty good. That's true. This week has cooled off a bit, so hopefully it'll keep doing that. Um, let's go ahead and take a short break, and when we come back, we'll get into some video game news and the... Uh, video game review. <laughs> Be right back, folks.
let's go ahead and roll into the news, everyone. Sometimes. Depends. Like raw onions or sautéed onions? Sautéed, for sure. Maybe diced up if, uh, maybe a little bit in my hash browns occasionally. I love onions, yeah. I do too. I think they're pretty good. Well, there's a gardener in England who grows a nearly 20-pound onion. By Ben Hooper here. Bang them. Oh, there's a picture of it too, man. That thing's huge. Man. So a uh, Guernsey gardener took it. Gardener took uh, his nearly 20-pound onion to an England flower show, where organizers said they believed to be a new world record. The Harrogate Autumn Flower Show said Gareth Griffin. Gareth Griffin's 19.77-pound onion outweighs the previous world record of an 18.68-pound onion brought to the uh, flower show by Tony Glover in 2014. The onion is on display at the show's edible pavilion alongside other giant vegetables that include a cabbage, cucumber, and carrot. The show organizers said the onion's status as the world's largest, largest must now be reviewed by Guinness World Records. So we'll have an update on that, folks. But you know we love records here. I hate cabbage, y'all. I just don't like food and cheese. Cabbage is gross, man. You ever, like, smell somebody cooking that shit? It's fucking really not That shit nasty. I don't like cabbage. Uh, I never. Some people will go crazy for it, though. I never yeah, fuck cabbage. That shit is not good. Not good. Well, the next Xbox is coming in 2028. Is, uh... Looks like the, the, uh... The next release of the next... The next Xbox... Uh, by Ethan Gack. Court filing showed the company may continue the XS, a Xbox Series XS version of offering multiple consoles. The successors to Microsoft's current game consoles, Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S, seemingly won't be coming out until 2028 sometime. That's according to conversations between company executives that were recently made public in a federal court filings. Following the Federal Trade Commission's failed attempt to block activation, uh, failed attempt to block the Activision Blizzard acquisition back in June, as first reported by Axios, transcripts of a May 2022 meeting recently released by the Northern District Court of California show Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella asking for the plan, asking if the plan for 2028 is to stick with a single main platform target or for developers to make games or to pursue something more like a range of specs seen on a PC. Based on other executive responses, it sounds like a combination of the two. I'm not even keeping up with this shit, man, so I don't even know what is the newest Xbox right now. I don't either. I feel like I'm left in the past. I mentioned this to somebody the other day, and technology moves so fast nowadays. Um, It's hard to keep up. It, it really is. And when you don't care about it um, as much anymore, 
I, I couldn't tell you. I don't even know what the hell. I guess the uh, Xbox. I got the 360 and then the one. I think that was the one after that. I think that's what I got. Now the fifth one, I don't have that one. I can't keep up with what the fuck I have, what I don't have. Oh, yeah. It's hard to keep up with all these releases and all, you know, multiple consoles. And then the other ones, there's the PlayStation, which I know that's the PS5, but it seems like that's, those are easier to, Seems like the PlayStations are easier to keep up with than the Xboxes. Right. For some yeah. reason. I'm not sure. Well, it should be like that. It should be a PS. I mean, you had the PlayStation, the PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, PS4, PS5. I mean, shouldn't that just be how the fuck it goes instead of Xbox 360, Xbox One, Xbox X? Xbox, I mean, it doesn't tell you what the fuck they're on. It's like when people do sequels to movies. The sequel should be part two uh, and then three follows. Um, and then if you get to four, guess what? It's called part four. Uh, don't start making the names change and shit. I, I don't, I, I don't like all that shit. I saw something about similar to that earlier. Um, I was watching a retro YouTube, uh, video game guy. He's talking about the game star tropics. We've talked about the game before. Great NES game, but you know, they had a sequel. It was called Zoda's revenge star tropics Two. And he said that was a lot of the reason why it didn't sell well because people never realized it was Star Tropics 2. Um, they put it in small words. They called it Zoda's Revenge, and half the people who played the first game didn't know who the fuck Zoda was if you didn't beat the game. Uh, so it's stupid. Man. I mean, don't do all that shit. I digress too much, but if you're going to call something and then you're having something after that, uh, be like George Foreman. Name all your kids the same thing, and then one, two, three, four, and five, and all that shit. There you go. That'd be easier. Yeah. Makes it easier. So I know you're an insurance. Do you guys have uh, pet insurance yet over there? Is that something y'all do? Not something we do, but I know a little bit about it. Um, I heard it's a ripoff. Yeah, I think so. Well, we have a most unusual pet insurance claims of 2023 by Ben Hooper article. Uh, so ins- insurance firm Nationwide announced the finalists for its 2023 Hambone Award, which highlights the most unusual pet insurance claims of the year. The Hambone Award named in honor of a dog that ate an entire holiday ham while stuck in a refrigerator. Oh, that's a dog after my own heart there. Highlights the unique situations that pets find themselves in each year and calls on members of the public to vote for the strangest of the bunch. This year's finalists include, I hope I'm saying this right, Giles. A New York cat who was uh, closed into a folding couch. Josie, a California dog who ran into a set of metal bleachers while chasing a ball. Sonny, I guess this is the last one. And Sonny, well, there's 12 finalists. I'm going to listen to them all. I guess they're just, uh, well, anyway. And Sonny, a Labrador who managed to shimmy uh, his crate five feet across a room so he could eat three phone, <laughs> three phone charger cords. All of the 12 finalists made full recoveries from their injuries, the insurance company said. The winning pet will be awarded the Hambone Award Trophy, as well as a gift card and a donation in its name to a pet charity chosen by their owner. The second and third place finalists will receive a prize and charity donation, the company said. Voting is open through September the 22nd and will be announced on the 28th. So I don't know if you got to go vote for it on the site. It doesn't really say, I'm guessing. Well, whatever. That's kind of uh, yeah. I've heard it's a ripoff, but it's actually man. It's it sounds like a good idea in theory to have pet insurance because that shit can get expensive. But 
I hear they don't pay out claims or it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, I've, I've we've uh, I've looked at some of their policies before, and no, it's it's very limited on what it covers. Basically, and and people are gonna get mad when I say this, but I think a lot of veterinary service are ripoffs, anyways. Um, oh yeah, I mean a- animals are. Listen, I love animals. I would even go as far as saying I'm an animal lover. Maybe not as far as Jarvis Beavers, but I do. I've grown up with them, and you got to take care of them. But, you know, it's not like a human. If they die, you put them in a shoebox, you know, bury them in the back, and you go get another one uh, from a cage. Um, and I'm not saying you should do that. You should take care of your animals and, and treat them the best. But uh, what they charge... <laughs> It was coming. Uh, I don't know. I I think some people, and I think vets take advantage of that. But yeah, some of that insurance doesn't cover what you would want it to. And people get pissed because they pay, you know, premium on it. And it's probably covering a lot of limited shit. And I think a lot of it's a discount system, too. It's not really uh, you're getting paid as much. You're just not spending as much when you do go pay the vet. It's like, Oh, you know, you've been paying us. We'll get you 20% off at your vet office for <clears throat> expressing his anal glands. Yeah. Some of that shit gets expensive, man. Ooh. Like those surgeries and shit, like four and $5,000. like, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love fluffy, but, uh, $5,000. Oh, no. You, you're telling me you couldn't fucking fix this for way less? There's got to be. I just don't. You know what I mean? Why is that shit $5,000? Like, what yeah. the fuck? That's bogus, man. It's a ripoff. They could fucking fix Fluffy for way cheaper. I think they just trying to fuck somebody. Man, the way things are going, they're going to start selling DIY veterinary kits. Do it at home surgery on your dogs and YouTube videos. <laughs> And people are going to start doing this shit. You watch. Give it 10 years. It'll start with basic shit, like removing a, you know, a, a mole or something on your dog. <laughs> then you're going to be having the whole family over on Saturday to be uh, unwinding the intestines or some shit. I oh, guarantee God. it. Oh, God, we killed him. <laughs> oh, man. That would be rough. I don't know about pet surgery. A pet surgeon. I don't I trust guess myself. Veterinary do. I guess they do that. They're, they're do, they do all-encompassing. Yeah. Uh, that is not a job I'd like to do. No. Not at all. Yeah. No. No. Uh, not a lot of really video game news going on. Um, there's nothing nothing really happening out there. Just kind of boring stuff. No no um no drops of any like new games really coming out, you know? Yeah, nothing much. They they did drop a hint. I screenshotted it today about college football, but it's not much. It came from the CEO, Andrew Wilson of EA. He talked about the uh, NCAA 24, which I guess they're going to call it 24. It'd make more sense to call it 25, I think. If you're dropping it in 24, it should be 25, right? But uh, here's what he said, and I quote, Gameplay is really coming together and really capturing all the action of pageantry and the difference in college football versus the NFL. So not a lot to go on there, but uh, they're capturing the pageantry, the gameplay, and they're trying to make it different from the NFL, which with EA saying that, they're going to try to differentiate that from Madden, which is a good thing because I personally, I don't dislike Madden, but 
as a college football fan myself and of all the old games, the gameplay was just a little more my style. So not much, but a little bit. At least they're still churning on. It's still the same, what, summer 2024, right? Same release date, summer 2024. All right. We'll do one last story here because I like world records. Circus performer breaks world record with eight flaming hula hoops. This one's also by Ben Hooper. Uh, an experienced circus performer put her hula hooping skills to the test and broke two Guinness World Records, one involving fire. Guinness World Records announced Grace Good, 30 years old, earned the record for most fire hoops spun simultaneously while she tried to, while she managed to keep eight flaming hoops spinning around her body at the same time. Good also were, uh, broke the record for most hula hoops spun simultaneously while balancing a giant rolling globe when she kept 28 hula hoops in motion while standing on the ball. The circus performer told Guinness World Records her journey started when some friends introduced her to Flow Arts, a yoga-like activity involving hula hoops when she was 18. Quote, I started with hula hoops and became obsessed with adding more and more. Eventually, I was introduced to performing with fire and aerial acrobatics, and the rest is history, she said. And uh, I'm guessing you can YouTube this. There's a picture of it here on the site I'm looking at. And yeah, yeah, so... There's your other world record there. Love them. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know about fire. I don't know about fire. That seems a bit dangerous, but hell. You know, to each their own, I guess, folks. People like pushing their limits in, in these world records, but I think that's a... You, you give us some really good ones, and I think that's not a bad one. I think that takes some... Uh, that's talent, right? Yeah, uh, you gotta have a not a amount of dexterity, I guess, and whatnot to do that. Now, have you picked an NFL team, man? I gotta put a deadline on this, man. You gotta get one by like in the next couple of weeks. We can't be in like week ten without you having an NFL team. Ah, shit. Yeah, you know what? You're right. What are we gonna do? Uh, what's the deadline? Give me at least one more week. Um, I need two All weeks. Right. All right. Well, uh, well, uh, what the fuck week is it? I don't even know. We're in week two. We just finished week two, going into week three for NFL. Right. Week so by, by week four. Okay, fair enough. So next week, I will not announce. I'll announce it in two weeks from tonight, my NFL team. And uh, I'm going to do some research on this and, and why I like someone. So I was leaning towards uh, Carolina. I love Bryce Young. But, man, in the past, they've had a lot of Auburn players. And, you know, I don't like to support that tiger shit so it looked good tonight man his receivers were dropping balls though but uh as far as he goes he was i thought he did pretty well even though they lost but. He, he plays so calm and casual he is a uh he, he plays effortless because I, I, he just he, he he's, he's got the whole it factor i think he practices really hard and he's really prepared and he's calm he, I, I think he encompasses that position if that makes sense he truly um, is a calm person. I think you got to have that, but uh, he, he just so man, and, and I don't mean this in a mean way, but he's so unassuming as a quarterback. I could see Bryce Young like busting up and being a kid that delivered a pizza to my house, um, and I mean that respectfully. I mean he's just so chill about. He seems like a chill dude that doesn't give a shit. He's like out there just launching touchdowns and shit. So I, I love him. I think he's fantastic. I doesn't. Calling him the pizza delivery guy is not an ups- insult. Um, <laughs> hey, asshole. Jerry Krakenberg going to be pissed next week. 
Um, yeah, I, I lean that way, but I still think there's some other teams uh, I'm looking at, too. I need to find one. So two weeks, we'll get into it. So I guess we're on the football talk. Are we going to migrate that way? Uh, we're going to do picks here at the end right now. Let's go ahead and get into a little bit of a, uh, a game oh, review. Yeah. And, game uh, review. Uh, this week i was gonna do toe jam and earl but i thought i did that one already i might not have but we might do it again in the future i tricked so i picked another one picked another one and i played this game and i've never played this game so i didn't play it well i never played this game before i did this past weekend to review it so even though it's an old school game so this will be like you know not a uh not a flashback, not like, you know, something I played back in the day when it came out and then replaying it. This is a first go. It's called Gunstar Heroes for the Sega Genesis. It's like a run-and-gun video game, basically. If you think of a side-scroller like a Contra, or it's a lot like Metal Slug. Those games. Developed by Treasure and published by Sega. It was Treasure's debut game originally released for the Sega Genesis in 1993. The game's premise is centered around a pair of characters, the Gunstars, and their effects, their efforts to stop an evil empire from recovering four powerful gems. The character can fire guns and perform a series of acrobatic maneuvers to fight enemies across each stage. There are four weapons in the game which can be combined with one another to create different shot types. Development of Gunstar Heroes. And uh, among a team of staff working at Konami in 1991, following the unwillingness of Konami to embrace their original game ideas, the team quit in 1992 and formed Treasure to see the project through. The team wanted to develop the game for the Genesis because of the powerful Motorola 68000 processor. Sega initially rejected their proposal, but later, uh, later granted approval after they had been working for Sega for several months. On McDonald's Treasure Land Adventure. Treasure worked on both games in parallel and released Gunstar Heroes worldwide as their first game in 93. Gunstar Heroes was a critical success, being praised for its frantic action and advanced graphics. It helped establish Treasure's place in the industry and introduced several design conventions which would become a characteristic of their later work such as large bosses and a unique sense of humor. It was re-released several times, including dedicated ports to the Game Gear 3DS and a sequel on the Game Boy Advance. In retrospect, it's considered one of the best action games of the 16-bit era and one of the best video games of all time. So this game was pretty cool. Like I said, it's uh, really fast, like a metal slug game, kind of a Contra type deal. Uh, not a lot of thinking, just shooting. Like I like that, you know. I like to just sit down, and get some action, some like you know, real, real uh, arcade action. So as far as gameplay goes, it's all about action. Delivers in spades. You control one of two characters, red or blue. They each have a unique set, uh, a unique set of weapons and abilities. And um, so the defining feature of this game is actually its weapon system. It allows you to combine different types of guns in various ways. 
creating a astonishing array of firepower. That, that kind of that's like Contra. Didn't Contra do that? Oh yeah. Versatility gives you the freedom to tackle the game in your style, from close quarters combat to long range destruction. Uh, levels are packed with enemies, bosses, environmental hazards, and all kind of shit. The dynamic and fluid controls make dodging bullets and unleashing a barrage of attacks feel incredibly satisfying. Um, so yeah, that's like a nine out of ten for gameplay. Graphics and sounds pretty good for back in the day. Um, still very arcade looking. I'd give it an eight out of ten. And for video game music, not bad. Um. Uh, as far as replayability, it's got multiple difficulty settings and branching paths. Um, Gunstar Heroes offers excellent replay value. You can uh, each playthrough can feel different depending on your weapon combinations and making you want to revisit the game to do different shit. Additionally, the cooperative multiplayer mode makes you and a friend team up for even more chaotic fun. So yeah, when you got the two-player stuff, most of those games that makes it real fun. Um, so that's like a 9 out of 10 on replayability. Multiplayer, just said that's really cool. I'm just going to give that a 10 out of 10. Overall, Gunstar Heroes is a tour de force of action and excitement. It has aged remarkably well. It's dynamic gameplay, innovative weapons, weapon system, and cooperative multiplayer make it a must-play for people who like this shit. And you should go do it. Go get it. Go check it out. It's a classic that should not be missed. So lock and load and get ready for an unforgettable bullet-filled journey through gaming history. I want to give this one a 3 out of 5 because it's pretty good. Go check it out. It's a recommendation. Stamp of you approval. One, did you? I didn't play that one. No, no. Uh, I just learned about it from you tonight, Grant Mills. Yeah, see, this is one that I didn't... They had so many titles back then with these uh, games. I didn't play it back in the day either, but glad that I uh, got to check it out. It's pretty fun. Yeah, I've kind of got into uh, digging back into the retro gaming. Been watching a lot of YouTube on that. Spent a little bit of this weekend after football watching some YouTube videos and going down that path of uh, retro games, arcade games, and different uh, genres, different platforms, different systems. It's fun, and what I thought I knew about gaming, man, I don't know the first fucking thing about it, so it's fun to discover a lot of shit you don't know, because it really does take you back uh, to that time, so. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think got studios that are doing new 8-bit games and stuff like that, so that's kind of cool, and how are we doing the old school style? And re-releases as well, like, you know, the Double Dragon uh, and all that. But, um, without further ado, let's go ahead and get into some foosball picks. I don't think my picks are very good, this fucking... Right now, Cleveland's not winning. It's Cleveland losing. Steelers. So yeah. Two minutes left in the fourth. We were all on Cleveland, so it's not going to change anything. We're all uh, one point apart from each other. It just depends on who's the highest one point and who's the lowest and who's right there in the middle. And so far, taking Cleveland account because we can mark them out since we all have that pick. Uh, coming in third place last week, Grant Mills, seven picks at a 13. Oh, man. Accurate. 
Yeah. Well, this isn't going to get better because the silver medalist was yours truly. Eight for 13, meaning our NFL pick winner for week two was Wes Creever. Nine for 13. Wow. Yeah. He's Sometimes been doing good with the pro picks. We need to take him to the casino because he's been uh, on fire with that. And uh, I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, assuming Cleveland won, that would have been 10 for 14 on him. That's uh, pretty good, that fucker. All right, let's look into the college picks. We did 10 games. We've been doing 10 college, the best games of the week, all week. Uh, Grant Mills, you and I actually did the best on this. Seven out of 10. Well done. Wes Creever back in his rightful spot dead last. But not too far dead last, six out of ten. So uh, he's been eerily good this season. Maybe uh, we'll start putting some distance between us as it goes on because I don't want to be competitive with Wisp. But, yeah, you redeemed yourself there, Grant Mills. Good job on the uh, college picks. I think this week uh, is going to be a lot better for college picks, and I've already got our ten games uh, ready. If you want me to go ahead and do the college picks first, I'll go ahead and announce them. We can start these guys. All right. I love the enthusiasm. Uh, <laughs> what a do? Um, yeah, this is going to be a good week. And I, this game, uh, the first one, I think is going to be really good. So without further ado, Colorado versus Oregon. Who you got? I'm going to go, damn, I'm going to go Oregon. I am too. I had Oregon on that one. Wiss? Oh, Colorado, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, Colorado after struggle i think they're a good team but they're out travis hunter for three weeks lacerated liver did you see that oh god wow yeah. i didn't expect that uh, uh, to be the injury announcement that was a, a big hit but a was that the la- dirty hit that guy put on him yeah it was that dirty hit um that guy uh Jeez. dropped on him but man a lacerated fucking liver i thought it was ribs or some shit but uh, i digress uh old miss versus alabama I'm going to go Bama. Yeah, I don't pick against Bama, but unfortunately I could see this one going either way, but I'm going to call Bama. Wiss? I'm going Bama, yeah. All righty. Another good game. Battle of number 14 and 21. Going Pac-12. Pac-2 pretty soon. Oregon State uh, against Washington State. Who you got? Oregon, uh, Oregon State. Yeah, I actually watched a couple of their games. They're pretty good. Uh, DJ Ugalele is kind of finding his uh, his balance up there. Have you checked him out yet at all? Or? I seen the first game, but um, I haven't I haven't seen anything past yeah. that. But and, I know they're pretty uh, decent though. Not a bad thing. Doing pretty good too. Uh, Ohio State versus Notre Dame. Who you got, Graham Eagles? Mm, I'm gonna go Ohio State. Yeah, I can't stand Notre Dame, and I think Ohio State's pretty good. Wes, do I even have to ask? Ohio State University. Yeah. Knew it. Uh, this is gonna be a good game. Number twenty-four, Iowa at Penn State. Number seven. Who you got on that one, Grant Mills? Ooh, I don't even know. Is Penn State any good this year? They've been pretty solid. They're number seven, so they're still uh, I, uh oh man. I'm, I'm gonna drop an upset on this week and go Iowa. I think I'm going Iowa too. 
Yeah, I don't know why. I just feel it in my bones. Who you got, Wes? Oh, Penn State, yeah. I can see Penn State winning it, but I, I need an upset. And Iowa, I think, seems to be the team to do it. Uh, another good game. They didn't play as good as I thought they would. Drake May has not been as as, as great as I thought he was going to be so far. But North Kakawaki still in the mix. North Kakawaki versus Pitt. Who you got? Oh, North Carolina. I agree with that one, Wiss. Come on and raise up. Auburn at Texas A&M. Who you got, Grand News? Mm, I'm going to go Texas A&M. I think so, too. Auburn uh, at Texas A&M. They've been playing a little better. And uh, Auburn didn't impress me much uh, versus, I mean, they played Sanford and Cal. That Cal game they should have lost. Wiss, who you got? I'm going to break Auburn, yeah. Can anything can happen? Uh, Twenty-two UCLA versus number eleven Utah. Utah. Yeah, they've actually been pretty, uh, pretty fun to watch too this year. I spelled it Utha. I spelled it like a uh, Wiss would spell it. Let me correct that. Utah. There we go. All right, Wiss. Who you got? I'm going Utah. Yeah. All right, uh, two more games. Uh, speak of, uh, we said uh, Cal a second ago, Auburn played them, almost beat Auburn, but not quite Cal at number eight, Washington Huskies. Kind of weird when you see some of these top ten teams, Washington at eight, Penn State seven. I'm going to Washington. They got a really good quarterback. He's good. Uh, they usually choke. Uh, Cal didn't impress me. I thought they, if they would have won that Auburn game, I would have picked them, but I'll go Huskies too. He got Wiss. I'm going a Washington guy. Last game, going back to the SEC, Mississippi State at South Kakalaki. Who you got, Graham Williams? Oh, South Carolina. They look pretty good. I thought they were going to pull an upset last week. I'm going to go South Kakalaki as well. Um, but I was Mississippi State, yeah. Anything can happen. All righty. Well, that is our top 10 games this week. That's actually some pretty good games. We got a lot of top 25 facing each other. Uh, Ole Miss, Alabama, I think Colorado and Oregon. And I think Grant Mills, let me double check, but I think they're staggered. I think games are staggered enough where you can watch some of these at 11, 2.30, 6, and then a late night game. That's what I like to do. Yeah. Cal and Washington are going to be the late game at 9.30. What the fuck else do we have? I like when it when it falls into place like that. I love watching a game at eleven, a game at two thirty, a game at six, then a nine thirty game. Auburn and A and M is eleven. Alabama and Ole Miss two thirty. And what's our six o'clock game would be? Texas got oh Ohio State and Notre Dame for show. Texas got Baylor also could be. Fun. They struggled with Wyoming last week. All right. I'm talking out loud. I'm excited. There's actually a good slate of games. What do we what are we looking like for NFL this week? So NFL we'll be in week three. Hang on. That's gonna be this Thursday, New York Giants at San Francisco. Hmm. I'll go San Fran. I know New York Giants, y'all they come and bank with Danny Dams, yeah. Man, he sucks. I'm going San Fran. He's a, he's a terrible quarterback. And he, he got sucks. paid a lot of money, too. 
for nothing. Shit, that's the way to do it. Um, now we're going to get into the Sunday slate of games. Tennessee at Cleveland. Whew. I'm going to go Cleveland. Yeah, I think I'm going Cleveland. No, I'm going Cleveland, yeah. We got uh, Atlanta at Detroit. I'm going to go ATL. I'm going to go Atlanta as well. New Orleans at Green Bay. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go Green Bay. I'm going to go New Orleans. I'm going Green Bay, yeah. Uh, Denver at Miami. Go Miami. Yeah, I'm going Miami too. I'm picking Denver and Russ Wilson. Actually... Yeah, I'm gonna go Denver in the upset game. Uh, we got Los Angeles Chargers at Minnesota. Gotta go Minnesota. I'm gonna go Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, Minnesota game. Kirk Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> Say <Same> that shit. <laughs> New England at New York Jets. Oh God, that's a battle of disappointments. Ah, uh, fuck. Uh, I'm going to go New England, and I don't even know why. I'm going New England, too. I'm going New York Jets, y'all. Zach Wilson coming back. No, he's not. Eh. Buffalo at Washington. Buffalo. Yeah, I'm going Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. I'm going to go Washington, yeah. And we got Houston at Jacksonville. Uh, J-Ville let me down last week, but I'm going to go J-Ville. Yeah, I'm going Jacksonville. I'm going H-Town, yeah. Uh, Indianapolis at Baltimore. Oh, fuck. God. I'm going to go Baltimore on this one. I don't even know why. I'm going Baltimore as well. And what about you, Wiss? All right. We got Carolina at Seattle. Carolina. I'm going Carolina. I'm going Seattle, yeah. And then Chicago at Kansas City. Go KC. Yeah, I'm going KC. I'm going Kansas City, guy. And Dallas at Arizona. Dallas defense has been impressing me, and I have them on my fantasy team uh, defense, so they've been doing it for me. So Dallas all the way. Yeah, I'll go Dallas. I'm going to go Dallas, And Pittsburgh at Vegas. I'm going Pitt. I'm going Pittsburgh. Now we got the Monday doubleheader. First game, Philadelphia at Tampa Bay. Got to go Philly. Hmm. I'm going to go... Damn. I'm going to go Philly. I'm going Tampa Bay, yeah. And we got Los Angeles Rams at Cincinnati for the second game. Man, I need Cincy and Joe Burrow to do something. I got Joe Burrow... And I got Russell Wilson as my QBs, and uh, Joe Burrow has been recommended to be ahead, but Russell Wilson has been showing out uh, on fantasy points, at least I needed. So, Joe Burrow, I'm going to go with you in Cincy. Yeah, I'm going with Cincy, too. I'm going with Cincy. Yeah, I'm going with Cincy. All right, so those are the NFL picks of week three. And yeah. It's going to be a good slate this weekend. I, I like the NFL matchups. I think we're kind of getting into the uh, the early middle of the season. You know where your players are at. I think the college slate is uh, the best 
so far this year. I think it'll really be uh, – I think this is going to be a determining week, and I think it's going to be a week of upsets too. I can see that happening. So hopefully so. That uh, makes it a lot more exciting. And Colorado and Oregon I think is going to be the game of the week. Uh, Ole Miss and Alabama I don't think it's going to be a good game. And, uh, well, I got to throw in. I forgot. Last, last, last thing on football. I found the cheapest ticket as I've been trying to do for you guys. It was $3, $3, and this surprised me. Rice at South Florida. South Florida just coming off holding Alabama to only a 17-3 win. Pretty impressive, but if you want to go to Raymond James Stadium where South Florida gave Alabama a scare in Tampa, Florida, you can get tickets as low as $3. Wow, there you go. Deal of the week. Man, you got anything to cover before we start up the Cutlass? You know what? I will hop in the Cutlass uh, with you guys. I'm going to be traveling a little bit this week, Grant Mills. I've got to go to Tennessee uh, one day. i got to check my calendar. And then uh, Mississippi another day. So I'm, I'm going to be back on the road a little bit this week. Not a overnights are you uh, coming back? Nah, no no overnights. I'll be coming back. Should be. I'm, I'm trying to get into the habit of getting up a little earlier, um, getting my shit done, and, and, and ending a little earlier. I kind of got got leeway to do that. If I want to start earlier, I can end my day earlier, and that's fine. Um, I just, man, I, I, I'm, I'm a night owl. You are too, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I just can't. What time do you regularly wake up? It depends on the day. Um, if I've got kid shit to do or kid duty in the morning, I've got to take my oldest. If she's with me, uh, I'll be up at 6. Uh, if not, then I usually will get up between 7.45 and 8. So, oh, that's not bad. No, hell no. I, I, shit, I'm, I feel lucky with that. So I need to start getting up that early. I've been getting up at like 10.30. <laughs> Thanks, fucking God, man. Oh, so, man. My, my, eight's a good time, I feel. It's a good time. It took, you know what? I, I I'm lucky that I've gotten to that point because for years I was getting up earlier. But man, I look at guys like my dad, and he used to get up for work. I mean, his ass would be up at like three thirty in the morning to get to. He, he drove uh, out to the plant he worked at like an hour or so, and he'd get ready, eat breakfast, and shit. He was up at three thirty to get to work at six. Um, Fuck that. Yeah, and he did that for years. So, I mean, I, I tip my hat to those tough guys and all you guys out there doing that shit. Um, and I did it for a while where I got up early and, and put some days in, uh, long, hard-ass days. Did that for years where I was working, God, 6.30 to 3. And uh, getting up early as hell. Going to the gym in the morning, too, back in those days, early 20s and shit. So, don't do it now. Usually, I try to get up between 7.45 and 8. Um don't really have a clock in time i just usually get my computer going check emails when i'm having my coffee in the morning and uh rocking and rolling but i am making that effort to get up a little bit earlier those days when i have a uh, my oldest i gotta get her to school early those are a little tougher so uh, my ideal schedule would be like two in the morning going to bed and waking up at eight or waking up at ten. Sounds nice. Eh, like yeah, the ten o'clock situation is not so bad. Although I would like to get up earlier, but 
You know what the thing know. about waking up at 10 on the weekends, and, and I'm lucky my kids like to sleep in, and so do we, so uh, we'll sleep until 10, but man, it just after you sleep that late, you have your coffee when you yeah. wake up, it, it's already like lunchtime. It's like, ooh. So that's the only yeah. shitty thing. And then you're like rolling into the day and it already feels late. So it feels good to get up that late, but it feels shitty how quick time goes. So. Yeah, definitely can get kind of hairy. What you got on tap for the meal prep this week? You know what? I made a little pasta. Simple pasta this week. Got some uh, penne noodles, some 80-20 uh, ground beef, a little bit of a uh, pasta sauce, and some mozzarella cheese. Just been kind of making it simple. My chicken as always, and uh, some ready-to-drink protein shakes. I'll probably do a little bit of a uh, stopping this week at uh, some Chick-fil-A and shit. I know you love that place. Mm-hmm. Salty. Oh, all right. Well, any final thoughts, quotations, whatever you got for the folks before we get out of here tonight? Oh, you know what? I feel like an asshole. I did not have a, uh, a quotation prep for you guys. But as always, thank you guys for tuning in. We're going into the best time of the year, not only football season, but holiday season. Grant Mills and I as always rattle off a bunch of fun shit on Halloween. Thanksgiving, we'll do our Friendsgiving with all the squad this year. All you callers are welcome to join us. And then Christmas around the corner, so stay tuned for all that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, the Christmas party. Oh, I don't have, uh, I don't do meal prep, as you know. So um, I'm going to try to eat more steak, though. Yeah. I don't know why. I had a London broil over the weekend, and I just chopped it up and cubed it. And uh, actually air fried it and had that for... I think Saturday, Sunday, and finished it today for lunch. Did you have some taters with it or something? No, I had rice with it. Just the ready to jasmine rice, pop it in the microwave, shit like that. Make it easy, man. I, I'm a, I will say it every week. I'm about efficiency. I like to make shit quick. I will, I will cook for a couple hours just so during the week I can make it, just heat it up and be done with it. Mm. Easy peasy. We need to do a, a, a homie steak dinner soon. I'll be down if you are. I'm always down, dude. I love some steaks. Good strip. Well, we'll have to call. Uh, we'll have to have caller LD give us his uh, steak restaurant recommendations. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll have to do that. <laughs> well, everybody. Hey, asshole. <laughs> Man, I hope you guys are going to have a great week, you know, because it's it's Monday night. So get your shit ready. Man, go check out the old episodes. Hit the subscribe button. Follow us. Best nation in the world is a donation. Go donate. You know, I know y'all ain't going to do this shit, bitch asses. That shit. <laughs> oh, man. Going to go ahead and end it tonight with a quotation from one of my favorites here. It's Mitch Hedberg. And um, let's see, what does he say? I haven't slept for 10 days because that would be too long. All of you guys have a great week, weekend. Wiss. Come down, yeah. I'm you. And he's out. All y'all have a great weekend, a great week. And just remember that, uh... Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
Tchau. <risos>